I uh, bouncing around too long. In college, wrote a uh, a short play titled Milk Dud. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to the Thin Red Vine. This is Mark. This is Dave, and we're back. Mark, you know what I like to do? What? I like to take two things and I like to put them side by side. You like that? Yeah, I like the side by side, (laughs) and we're back to side by side land this week. Um, No food involved, but. No food involved, unfortunately, though there is some food on the table right now, so in a way there's there's food involved. Now, the theme for this week is um, brotherhood. There's a lot of movies yeah. about brothers out there. I sent you a list of several <laughs> last week, and I don't know if any of them jumped out to you um, besides the one we, we did. Right. I've seen the Blues Brothers many times, but I, I didn't really feel like watching it again. No. This was um, an opportunity for me to check off something on my greatest movies never seen list. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that one probably jumped up and down to you off the list. Um, also, we had that whatever that Jake Gyllenhaal movie Brothers, which I, it looked kind of depressing. It was about like, I think Natalie Portman was in it. Yeah, there's isn't there also the Mark Wahlberg one for Brothers? Oh, I didn't even think about that one. There maybe there were more options than I there's than I let on in my list. But brothers the two Grimm. we're talking about today are the Super Mario Brothers movie, Correct. which we saw in the theater this week. And you're hearing this a couple weeks from now, so we saw it like kind of at the tail end of opening weekend, but but it's it's not fresh exactly by the time right. you're hearing this. But we saw the Super Mario Brothers movie, and then we're pairing that with, as you already kind of hinted at, a movie on your from our fir- first episode, movies you've never seen, the greatest movies you've never. <laughs> let me let me remind you of what the title of that episode was. It was the greatest movies you've never seen, and this was one of Prior the movies. Prior to seeing it, this was one of the movies on that list. Well. Step Brothers. Step Brothers. It shared a spot on the list, the greatest movies you've never seen, with <laughs> Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Step Brothers. So we watched. I just want to just stick a pin in that, remind yep. everyone that that did happen. Hey. But I hadn't seen it either. Okay. Uh, I remember saying back in the episode, too, I just missed this whole kind I missed a big stretch of Will Ferrell's movies. I don't know why. I like Will, F- Will Ferrell generally. Yeah. I just, I missed, I didn't see Old School. I didn't see Step Brothers. Whoa, I didn't whoa, see whoa. Elf for several years after. You didn't see it, Old it, School? It I've seen Elf now. I didn't see Old School. Have you seen it now? No. That's got to be on your greatest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so the Super Mario Brothers movie and Step Brothers. Now, the obvious connection is that these are both movies about a pair of brothers. Yes. Right? This, side this, by side. It's not much of a stretch. No. Um, and. So there's some other maybe uh, surface level things they have in common too, but let's start with the Super Mario Brothers movie. Now I was just telling you, I saw this to a full theater. I know, I think you did too. It's yeah, a busy night, Taco Tuesday. Lots of people there. Well, I had a younger crowd. I think I had kind of an older crowd. I think it's okay. mostly adults. I was at the eight o'clock show, so that I guess that tracks. But um, okay. pretty packed house. Now the plot we're not going to get into spoilers but no. in general the plot is kind of an origin story for the for the mario brothers um they kind of start in the united states in new york city in brooklyn, brooklyn and they're actual plumbers and then it kind of takes you on the journey as they stumble into the mushroom kingdom and how everything yeah. goes after that kind of tracking the the villains and heroes and yeah. friends and things that you recognize from any Mario yeah property. you see the trailer you know his, yeah. lo, they get separated and Mario's looking for Luigi and <laughs> that's really it yeah we briefly talked about the movie back during our Street Fighter episode because that was 
that was to kind of mark the occasion of the Mario movie coming out and talk about yeah. video game adaptation. So in a way, this is a video game adaptation, but it's, I guess, a little interesting because it's not really an adaptation of a single video game. It's like an adaptation of a whole a whole right. character across like a dozen or more games. So it's like it's just like it's the distillation lot. of the core character and trying yeah. to, you know, apparently kick off the Nintendo right. cinematic universe and kind of give them a foothold right. to build off of. Well, there's it's, so and there's a, been so many different Mario games, right? And I felt like they they were they were trying to bring a lot into it. Pretty consistent little payoffs and references for anyone. Yeah. I mean, I think I said this back um, in an earlier episode, but like my familiarity with Mario is like Super Mario Brothers one through three, and Super Mario World, and then. Mario 64, and that's kind of where I drop off. Like, I didn't really play any Mario games after the Nintendo 64. When did Mario Galaxy come in? Yeah, that's the Odyssey, Galaxy. Those are all later. I don't even know. Maybe the Wii, the Wii U, and the uh, Oh, yeah, Wii, I think, is Galaxy. So, I haven't played uh, any of those. Yeah. I didn't play Super Mario Sunshine on the GameCube, even though I was a GameCube owner. I never had that game. Still a GameCube owner. Still a GameCube owner. <laughs> a proud GameCube owner. Yeah. So, um, it's still where a train's going by, if you can hear that. Um, it's it's hot in here, so we got the windows open. Um, so lots of little payoffs for people who have seen these games, played the games, like little sound, um, little sound yeah. bites, little yep. jingles, little kind of mixed into the bigger songs, or just like little tags as somebody rounds a corner and sees an iconic thing. You get the little music tag from yep. the game just to make you feel a little nostalgic. Yeah. Did you feel like those little hits were working for you? Like that that felt good? Yeah, I um so I feel like um when you go to see a movie, you know, whether you really want generally it should just be about evaluating the film, but I feel a lot has to do with the experience and so it was the whole ring family going to see this mm. thing and Tombstone Matt and his boy uh, Henry oh. was all hopped up on Skittles and slushies and <laughs> ready for a good time. And so um, I feel like it was kind of like a real, and we were at like a the early afternoon show and it was a good crowd. And so it was, yeah. it was uh, the environment was already kind of a fun thing. And sure. so I feel like that um, kind of dovetailed right into like, and I had like, I didn't really look at anything outside of the trailer. And I yeah. wanted to see it, and um, I feel like I was entertained. Sure. I had overall, I would have a, a positive take on the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, to be clear, that is the full <laughs> legal title, right? <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers. Right. Movie. I don't think I was blown away by anything. I don't think sure. I kind of had like, I don't know what to, you know, like when I saw Toy Story or, you know, like something well, where I, toys, well, what a, sorry, what a standard I'm, I'm like trying to think of like something yeah. where, or like, okay, I, and uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse or something where I felt like, oh, that yeah. did something. Did something more. Did something more. And this did, for me, did a lot of things. Um, for me, it was almost uh, um, like uh, I saw the, the Sonic movie and had a great time and sure. enjoyed it. And I feel like this was kind of right there with it. Uh, maybe a li- I don't know the Sonic game, so Mario might get a, a bump up because sure. I understood a lot of the references. Probably not all of them, <laughs> right. but um, and for the most part, I was like, "Oh, these are kind of fun characters." And I was a little worried 
uh, you know, because people were talking about Pratt and the, and his voice. But uh, sure. I mean, first, I, don't know if, I don't know if serious people, but yeah, right, like annoying um, Internet people. So um, but it was fine. You yeah, know, and they even refer they they, they joke they, about it themselves correct. In, in the movie. So it's and clearly they were prepared for exactly yeah. that conversation. They had a lot of yeah, I, I had it a good time. Found it was fun and and funny at times. So I, and that's all on the pro side. I have probably have one or two cons. But what was your initial yeah, take on it? I think I I sort of was interpreting a lot of the same things you were, or like picking up on all those same things. Like the little references were charming, and the characters were good, and I liked like Seth Rogen. It was like yeah. as good as Donkey he Kong, was. and the different every all the actors. In fact, I thought. We're good. Nobody distracted me, or I thought like, oh, that was weird, or it's all really good. Um, but I think when you say like, oh, it didn't really do anything that kind of stood out or made it set it apart. On the one hand, I'm like, well, that's kind of in an interesting way. That's kind of on par for Nintendo. Sometimes I feel like they try like really hard to not. They're not like gonna offend anybody. It's like a down the middle, solid video game experience. You know, like feel good stories, good characters, everything's yeah. just and so it is that. It's not like it's not controversial in any way. It's no. not it's not no interesting commentary in there at all. It's just right. a a down the middle like family friendly yeah. story. And um but for that same reason, I felt like I was kind of bored. You oh. know, like I was liking little bits here and there. I was like, "Oh, that's fun." I'm like, "Oh, that's that's funny." But like Especially like halfway through and on and on in the movie, I was it was just you know you felt like it dragged. It didn't drag. I was just bored. I guess oh. I think of those as two different things. Like the movie was moving, like it was okay. doing things and it was going right along. But right. I was just I was there wasn't anything, anything that really stood out to me as like oh this is special. It just oh. felt like a very polished movie. <laughs> like okay, very, sure. It felt like a very you know like. We checked all the, uh, we, we dotted all the I's, we crossed all the T's, we made sure we didn't make any mistakes, and here's the movie. Like, it's very clean, and it's very So you weren't solid, necessarily looking for any... Interesting, really, to me. You weren't looking for any, any of those way. things you mentioned that it, like, because it, was, because it was a straightforward story, that's not your complaint. Well, it is and it isn't. Like, I guess I, I found myself wondering, I jotted down this question for myself because I'm not really sure how I feel about it. So maybe I'll ask you, like, because I think this kind of distills my feelings about the movie as a whole. And, and the question is this, is if a movie, or let me put it this way, can a movie be good or can a movie be great if it only does exactly what you expect it to? Oh, <laughs> Because that's what I feel like it was for me. Like it was exactly the movie I thought it was going so to be. It met and I'm your like, expectations. Right, but like <laughs> but that's what I'm asking. Like, right. can a movie be good if if you anticipate everything about it and you're oh. right? <laughs> like, <laughs> is that a good movie going experience? Because um, it was the Mario movie. Like it was a perfect right. Mario movie. Like it yeah. was Mario, it was the characters, they did everything right, everything. So you fine. S- like But there's literally nothing. New like no or twist for you, and not, I'm not even mean like plot twist necessarily, but it it did nothing I didn't expect it to do. Okay, and as the plot unfolded, I was like, well, this is probably gonna happen. Like it's not everything okay. that happens is like exactly what you think. Is what do you going to what happen. like what what? So what's your take? I and know. I don't think I'm spoiling anything, yeah. but I would say like something different that I ended up kind of finding funny and enjoyed is like when Bowser his motives 
for for he just doesn't want to r- rule the roost. He actually wants to, and maybe that's just part of the game. Yeah, <clears throat> like wants, I guess I wants to maybe, be with Queen yeah. uh, Princess, Princess Peach, yes. and he has a pretty like you know he's playing music. I mean they're capitalizing on Jack Black. Well, I guess that's sort of I didn't it. see that coming. Right, I guess I Bowser being obsessed with Peach for whatever reason seemed pretty pretty yeah, it's not pretty surprise not unsurprising but right but even that choice it's like okay we got jack black pay, playing bowser of course we need to get him to sing a song it's like yeah of course you know right. of course you got of course you're gonna leverage jack black's singing and like that's what i mean like yeah. it's exactly what oh jack black is cast in the movie i bet he's gonna sing at some uh, point yeah. you know what i mean like that's what i it's it's exactly what even it's even when it's being a little more playful than it is at other moments it's still like right down the middle and it's not like the song, and the song was just a little, a little taste, a little teaser. It was like a right. minute long, maybe. It was not like a right, full yeah. blown number, or like a really involved mm-hmm. song. It was really just a, a, a one off joke. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's I don't know that that I I guess that's what I think about the movie now. I'm thinking back and I'm like, well, it was exactly what if you told me to like predict everything that happens in the Mario movie, and you asked me that three years ago, I I feel like I would have come up with something not far from. Right, and I'm not saying I'm like a Hollywood writer and I'm so smart. I'm just right. saying it's not that you know it's it's down the middle Mario right. Mario story, um, you know it's maybe only innovation is like kind of swapping the roles of Princess Peach and Luigi, right? Like normally in Mario games, at least the old ones, you think of Princess Peach as being the damsel in distress, right. the person who needs rescuing, and um, in this case, Luigi's the person who's trapped and needs rescuing, and Peach is like, you know, toe to toe with Mario, kicking butt, doing the thing. It, that's part of their like adventuring team. Right. So that's in that sense, maybe it's different than it would have been had this movie been made twenty years ago. Yeah, but, maybe. But um, otherwise, it's you know, it's the it's the Mario story. So where does that put it then for you? I don't know. I guess I'm not super excited to. I guess part of it is just. It com- this movie comes with the weight of knowing that they are trying to kick off like a whole cinematic universe. Like everyone is trying to now. Right. If you make a big blockbuster movie, your plan, if you're doing things, you know, the way things are done these days is you're trying to kick off not just one sequel, but as many sequels as oh, possible. Oh, and, and it's and, coming. And do the thing. And they do all the, you know, like beat for beat, they do all the Marvel things. You got the mid credit scene, you got the post credit yeah, scene. Yeah, I'm kind of like, done with those. We're stringing it together to build this web of stories to kick things off. And it's just like, I can sit there and stop and think about, you know, the 12 movies that are going to spin off of this movie. I'm just a little exhausted already. Yeah. That's kind of okay. how I feel. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I would say those are different, <clears throat> two different reasons, maybe not to love it Yeah. Um, from you. But I agree with the post credit scenes and. I'm like, can you know, this isn't just going to be a one off, <laughs> you know, there's going to be more. But um, yeah, I don't think I. Yeah, I guess I wasn't maybe, um, I, you know, had you asked me, what do you think is going to happen in this movie? Right. Like the basics of most animated movies. I feel like I would sure. do a pretty yeah, maybe good I'm job speaking to the genre more than this particular right. movie. That's, that's and so. Um, yeah. Um, so maybe. So you're saying like, eh, middle, you know, when a movie does exactly what I think it's going to do, even if it does it and does it well, it's, it's a B or something exactly. like that. Yes, yeah. I think that's, okay. that's, that's kind of uh, where I'm landing. Right. 
The one thing I did like, the one little surprising, and this this oh, is the one. Here note, we go. This is the here one we go. Note in the movie that yeah. keeps coming back. That is, I was almost shocked that it was they leaned into it so hard. Okay. In this children's movie, was yeah. that little wispy character who said depressing things? Oh yeah. I was like, whoa, that's that's a that's a that's a strand of dark humor in an otherwise lighthearted right. kids movie, a Nintendo movie, that I just did not expect that note to be struck. Right, this, yeah, when they're all movie. captured and, and like, yeah, says, that is like, true. like, I can't wait for the sweet release of death. Like, I just know. Just like on the nose, like really yeah. like grim, you know, black humor stuff. And it's yeah. like, oh, I did not expect that tone from anyone in mm. this movie. And they keep coming back to it. Like it's a recurring It was like joke. a part of the end of the movie too. Yeah, I, I think that keeps, guy that showed up. keeps kind of coming in, getting his yeah. one-liners. The more I think about it, and just, I, I didn't. That was surprising. That was something okay. I... I would not have predicted right. would be an element. I, I, um, so here's, well, one thing I ended up enjoying the, some of the Donkey Kong, like that sequence. Yeah. <clears throat> more than I thought I would, yeah. you know, like I, I, until actually Donkey Kong, I knew he, I knew from the trailer, but I sort of forgot about him. Yeah. And then when he, they do have to go visit him for whatever reason. I was like, that was kind of like a cool, fun sequence to watch with him and Mario, yeah. and the and of course, obviously the the different uh, what do you, what do you call those different suits? He gets yeah. powers yeah, and powers. so yeah, like right. like you're playing the game and you get a power. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That that was kind of fun. Yeah, they did a good job with like the platforming. Like yeah, we talked yep. about this when we talked about video game adaptations. Like you want to, when you see the movie, you want to experience that element that you associate with the game. And in Mario, the game usually is like jumping around on platforms and yeah. collecting power ups and trying to make your way to the end right. of the level. So they did that a lot. There's yeah. a lot of scenes where it's like showcasing him platforming basically right. and just trying and him, to get you know, kind of funny. He's learning his learning how to use his powers with yep. princess peach training the, montage the train the classic training <laughs> montage you gotta have it um so yeah i i'm probably slightly higher on it than you but yeah not by like leaps and bounds you know like sure i was in my mind i had like a b plus to hang on it okay you know and so i'm not good i enjoyed it i'd watch it again the i think the ring family was generally pretty uh positive sure. on Crowd it. pleaser yeah, yeah and for sure uh you know, Maggie and uh, Henry were were loving. Yeah, there's one specific thing, one choice I really didn't like. Oh, maybe they we're gonna match on this. I did not like hearing like real world songs. Yes, in this that's movie. what I was gonna say. I hated it that every time. That was my one thing I really because, did not like. Because like Thunderstruck just starts yeah, playing no. part way through, or you know, there's no. like three or four music cuts where they just right. start playing like a popular song. Right. They even went with Mr. Blue Sky that has already been in. A Pratt movie. Right. Guardians or, uh, Volume 2. Yeah, so there's several little song soundtrack choices where it's right. like, why are you doing that? These are games that have some of right. the most iconic music. Like, people who don't play video games know the songs from Mario. Right. Like, lean into it. Just use it, you know, use it constantly. Like, right. no one would be mad if you just kept using the same three or four Mario theme songs. Right. Different arrangements throughout this movie. We don't need this acdc to cut yeah. in it doesn't it, feel it just, right it felt weird it yeah. felt very weird so and they I, uh, I really didn't like that choice movies are doing this more and i, I don't want to get us off track from uh, what we're doing here but i just also recently watched the new trailer for indiana jones yeah and that has thunderstruck <laughs> no um <laughs> it has the Ro a rolling stone song oh, opening it at the beginning uh, sure pleased to meet you sympathy for the yeah, devil yeah, yeah. and i'm like 
This is Indiana Jones. Like, if you're not going to the Indiana Jones theme immediately, yeah, what are you doing? It is interesting because you would and think it doesn't fit. getting the rights to those songs would cost a lot more money than than just getting a composer to make a new arrangement of your theme song, which you own all the rights to. Right. I would think. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe those. Yeah. Maybe I had it no threw, idea. It took me is, out of. No sense to it me. took me out of the movie. Yeah. Mark, Every that, time. That is Every the. Time. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad we both clocked that and yeah. felt the same way because it was so, like, why? 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 Are you right. doing and this? it's not like one song. It's like several. Yeah. There's four or five probably over right. the course of the movie. It's, yeah. And it's all. It's weird. Just wasn't time. needed and a little distracting. Yeah. Um, it pulls you right out of the. Yeah. It pulled me out of the world just as much um, as the person sitting a couple rows up from me who was recording the whole movie. Oh, really? On their phone. <laughs> yeah, I could see him. Could see the screen. A little and Cosmo the Kramer are so action. Distracting in a theater, like people pull their phones out and they get yeah. the brightness cranked, and it's just like yeah. boom, and it's like a wall of light. Right. But I looked over there, and he was holding it sideways, and I could see in miniature what was on the screen on oh. his phone. Oh my god! He was just recording whole chunks of the movie. <laughs> Couldn't. So that was equally distracting. Yeah. Equally, uh, you sort of breaking the spell of the movie was taking down Taco and, Tuesday and the songs. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess I'm not really sure what the game is there. Yeah. They were also sitting way on the left side, so the angle at which they were recording the movie would have been horrible. It would have been like a cocked, sure. like whole crooked, in like the second row from the right. screen, like. <laughs> It was a, it was a horror. I don't know what the, and this, I don't know, just, maybe he was like on the fly live texting the not a, to other people. I'm not sure. Not an Operation Fortune uh, <laughs> no, this mission. Not, this is not a tightly crafted um, sting. Okay. No. So well, that was our the Super Mario Brothers yeah. movie. Yeah, check it out if you if you're at all interested. It's it's mega popular. I'm sure everyone will have seen it. It's probably that by the time yeah. we get here. But um, I don't. I, um, I it's hard for me to, to imagine anyone walking out and being like, oh, I hated it. You know, yeah. unless you really have no idea what you're walking into. Well, the person sitting next to me got up and left halfway through. Oh, really? But I assume it was for personal reasons. Yeah. Because it, they were laughing at like all the jokes, oh. and then they just got up and left and didn't come back. So I was like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. This here. is great. But, uh, I'm out. Right. Right. I hate <laughs> Maybe. Could have been. Um, okay. So the movie we're going side by side with. Yes, I'm excited. Step Brothers. Now, I had not seen this movie before. Nor have I. Uh, and now we have. You can check it off your, your most wanted list. <laughs> your students will be proud of you when they bring it up in the future. Students will be very proud of me. And they say it's their favorite movie. It shows can, up on their list constantly. Now you can... Give now knowing, I know why. <laughs> knowing nod and just go, yep, I, I understand. I have seen that movie. That will tell you a lot about them, I imagine. Now that you've seen the movie, yes, and you know yeah. that they like it. Um, yeah, so we jumping right into it? I think so. We'll try to deal with this one in our pros and cons way, I think sure. is fair. But just to quickly set up, if you, if, if you haven't seen Step Brothers or it's been a while, this is a Will Ferrell, John C. Riley buddy comedy. And the premise is they're like middle-aged men... I think 40s. they both said like 39, 40, something yep. like that. Brennan and, and Dale. Brennan and Great Dale. names. And they each live with a single parent still. And at, right at the beginning of the movie, their parents meet During and, the opening credits. and get married. Yeah, there's like an opening montage that kind of uh, sets up the whole gimmick here. Yeah. Their parents meet. It's kind of a Brady Bunch thing. The parents meet, and then they become one big family, and all four of them living under one roof. Oh, yeah. And immediately, I mean... The the whole joke. There's one joke in this whole movie. The whole movie is watch John C. Riley and Will Ferrell act like like spoiled teenagers. Like that's, correct. That's the joke. Yeah. That's the whole movie. That's is, it. Is that joke on repeat over and, and so over. So they're like they're right middle age, but they don't have jobs and they they have no responsibility and they have no right. sense of 
you know, being... They haven't grown up, like, in any way. Contributing to society. They're right. just like children. Yeah. But they're but it's Will Ferrell. But they're adults. Right, exactly. That's the whole movie. So, yeah. of course, they start out very adversarial. Sure. New stepbrothers, they don't like each other. They're kind of drawing their lines in the sand. Like, this is my stuff. That's right. your stuff. Don't touch me. As don't you can, Im- uh, like, uh, maybe like an elementary middle school kid would exactly. accept this situation or not accept it. And then as the movie unfolds, <clears throat> that their relationship kind of changes and evolves and new, with new things that happen. Sure. That's kind of the, pr- that's the setup. If you need yeah. reminding of this gem... Right. Well, I don't. I think with this one, we, <laughs> I don't know. we could probably spoil away. I mean, it I, came yeah, out no, in no, two thousand eight, of course. Of course. Um, um, so before we even before we get into it, the other we uh, drop some names of of people in it, but also this is directed. I was noting by Adam McKay. Yeah, written written and directed. <clears throat> I think Will Ferrell's also credited as a writer too. Right, mm-hmm. and I think John C. Riley. They so Adam McKay has done a number of movies with Will Ferrell. Yep, Anchorman. Yep. Uh, Talladega Nights, yeah. the other guys, and but he Adam McKay, I feel like, and these would all say are like these relatively silly comedies, uh, if you will. Yeah, um, not he's not anticipating getting the Oscar nom, uh, but then he did some movies, The Big Short, yep. and Vice, and, and Don't Look Up, and Don't Look Up, which recently. I have only seen a little bit of, but yeah. Um, Anyways, I would say movies now you're you're getting the uh, a little more thought provoking, the DiCaprios of the world and Christian Bales, you know, and yeah, uh, all star. But still, with that same, there's they all have a sense of humor too. Like they're they're yeah, I don't think any is heavier subject, but they're all like they're all satires in their own. Yeah, he's not going all in super. Right. You know, serious right, Scorsese right, right. style. Right. Werner Herzog. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. 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 But anyways, I thought um um. Yeah, well, I guess we could go with our pros and cons um, of this movie. Should we start start positive? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I can get us going. Here's one thing I, I liked about this movie. And I'll say right out of the gate, just to make sure that um, the record is is clear, I, I really didn't – I'd never seen this movie. I'd, I really didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just put that we'll, – we'll obviously circle back to that. But at, as right. I launch on these positives, I don't want to create the impression that – I love all this stuff about this movie. These, <laughs> these were kind of hard fought positives. For okay, me. Um, but one thing that was genuinely good is as a great supporting cast. Like everybody, I mean, Will Ferrell and John C. Yeah. Riley are kind of known quantities, but like all yeah. the smaller characters in this movie are really, really good. Yeah, Adam Scott's really good as like the villain brother. Yeah, uh, Catherine Hahn is really funny. As yeah, like this love struck, you know, the sister in law or whatever. Yep. And then all these other bit people that come in just for like a small scene, like Horatio Sands shows up at the end as the Billy Joel cover band. Yeah, leader. that's pretty funny. And um, oh, we Rob- choose Billy Joel from the eighties <laughs> yeah, or whatever it says. Rob Riggle is in there at the end as one of uh, Adam Scott's characters' friends, Derek's friends. And um, the- Ken Ken Jong is, is like has a small scene as a as like one of the people inter- doing a job. And the uh, people playing the parents, I thought were good. Yeah, the people playing the parents I can't think are, the names. are great. Um, are great. I think her name is like uh, I want to say like Mary Stein Steinbergen. Yeah, she played, something. She she's was she's the, in Back to the Future Three. Yeah, <laughs> Mary Steinbergen, cock toaster. Uh, <laughs> she's great. She's always great. She's I've good, seen her in yeah. a few things, but she's great. And Richard Jenkins. Yeah, the dad is really funny too. But. Um, I think why I like them so much, they're all good actors. And of course, a a lot of them went on because this is kind of, 
I don't know when this movie came out, 2007, 2008, something 2008. like that. 2008. Um, a lot of those folks went on to do more and be more like a star and a lot more things. Like Catherine Hahn obviously is on a tear lately, and, and Ken Jeong has been in a ton more since then. And Seth Rogen, who has a small scene in the movies, obviously has a whole Seth character. Rogen, he's Donkey Kong. He isn't just the side character in these comedies. He's He has his own, right? Yeah. He's doing everything. Right, He right, he's in... He's sausage in Party. The Super Mario <laughs> Brothers movie. Can we pair that one? And anyway? Sausage Party. Um... <laughs> We saw that together, didn't we? <laughs> we yeah. did. What a classic screening. <laughs> oh, that was. Anyways. Um, so all these folks are good, and I think what makes me like them the most is, again, I wasn't really enjoying the movie uh, for the most part. <laughs> but whenever these people come in, I felt like those they were consistently funny. These little scenes where they just yeah. have one joke and then they're out. Like That was always funnier to me than... The kind of oh we're back to these two guys being dumb again like I right. was not, that was not that funny to me but the people coming in and commenting on their dumbness was almost always funny to me. okay so I just feel like the the shtick of this movie was funnier in like punchline form than it was in like long character study form I'm right. like I'm not getting anything out of more and more dumb <laughs> dumb John C Riley Will Ferrell wrestling matches but. <laughs> But I was enjoying the little the little beats and tag-ins from okay. these other comedic actors jumping in. So I liked that quite a bit. All right. You got anything? That's your positive. That's one that's one positive. That's positive. That's pretty positive. That's pretty positive. I didn't um I would agree with that even though I wasn't thinking that. So um and as I as I said with the my lead into the Mario review. So when you watched Step Brothers um just recently, right? Yeah, this morning. By yourself. By myself. Okay. <laughs> Which, again, might not be the right. No, and I, I don't think it would context. take down like, oh, this was the best movie ever to down. Um, but I do feel like, again, kind of like I was, of course, I, I was telling Dave, I might own oh, Tombstone Matt a couple bucks. He's been, uh, uh, you know, paying for all our rentals when I go, go to him for the watching. But um, we were watching it together and he'd seen it and we were kind of chuckling together at a lot of sure. it. And it is like just a lot of like bathroom humor type, you yeah. know, some of these jokes of, you know, just like um, kind of the lowbrow <laughs> taking the swing. Like this is a someone's going to laugh at this because I just I'm yeah. I just said something or you would never expect this. Like whether there's just like swearing or just doing something disgusting. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously like one big fart joke in there, too, with <laughs> Seth Rogen scene. Um, but I do, I like, I love John C. Riley. Um, I do too. And I like Will Ferrell. And for me at, at, at points it felt, I agree with you. Like, ah, that's, this is, we gotta, it's maybe this is too much of the same thing over <laughs> and over again. But I, what I did appreciate is how I feel like with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley really like they were committed to the stick. Very much so. I mean, and sometimes where. This is, I don't know if this is a good comparison at all, but I do like Norm MacDonald and he, and SNL. I felt like sometimes Norm wasn't good. Like the jokes weren't good, but it was like a deadpan. It was like, yeah. this is not, this is possibly bombing, right. but we're sticking with it. Yeah. But yeah. the difference there is it's brave when it's in front of a live audience oh, and you're sticking with it. When you have infinite time to edit and write something different and try it again, it's not brave anymore. It's just, it's I just wouldn't, clunky. I wouldn't say either one was, I would never say brave. If I did, I didn't mean brave. Yeah. Um, but I've, it felt like they're just going to lock like these, this is who these characters are and maybe they're yeah. not the best. 
Um, but for me, that saved it a little bit. I probably was laughing more than than cringing, but there definitely was a stretch of like, even though the movie's only an hour and a half, and there was definitely like it it either waited too long before. I mean, it made a shift or a change. Yeah. Of them, it was just maybe too much back and forth of like the dumb, the really over the top dumb jokes of them wrestling or whatever. And before it moved to like the next phase of the movie of them suddenly getting along and then. Right. Like plot development. Right. A little bit. Right. And, uh, and of course it has, you know, it makes an attempt to tug on some heartstrings at the end. And uh, as all like some of these movies, like your Billy Madison's and your Happy Gilmore's tend to tend to do and they're really like and i love those movies too but you're also like well kind of you know similar in 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 some ways of like uh, a shtick and and things like that but um yeah i don't know like people i always feel like love this movie like as the drop dead like i, I would feel like people say this is a number one comedy and i can't i can't go there can't <laughs> not go even there. close you can't go there <laughs> um have you seen some of these other i i also like i'm not putting these in the greatest movies i've never seen anymore but i've never really had a good watching of anchorman or talladega i've seen anchorman and and like i like anchorman oh i think anchorman i jotted this down because i was like why is anchorman so funny in this movie not (laughs) like i wrote that down while we were okay because similar style of humor right yeah same actor director um and I think it has to do with the characters because like in Anchorman, it's like you have these people who are so pretentious, right? They're right. news. They think they're celebrities. They're right. local news hosts. Easier to like. And no, no, I'm saying they make fools of themselves, but it's funny when someone who thinks who's so pretentious right. does something embarrassing and makes a fool of themselves. It's not funny when a sad person who lives at home you know it's like it's like punching down versus punching up like oh it's, right comedy yeah. is funny when it's like someone who's high on their horse gets knocked down it's not that funny when someone who's kind of sad does something sad right so it's Sim- like or stupid because it's a lot of the same right it's the same stupid level of humor but right. it's like it's funny in anchorman when ron burgundy is just clueless and right says yeah something stupid okay or you know i gotta it's not i gotta that watch funny that. when you know, uh, whatever Will Ferrell and John C. Wright like ruining their lives and their parents' lives. It's like it's, that's not really that funny. <laughs> like that's not prestige like worldwide didn't right, get you. Right, no. no, so I think that's the that's the difference that I came up with quickly. Anyway, was like right. I feel like it's just fundamentally, it's funnier to laugh at at somebody who thinks they're important. Uh, make a fool of themselves. Yeah. It's not that funny to watch somebody who's, who's right. And generally, sad, I, I guess I would, I would agree with that. And sometimes, like in a movie, you have a char- a side character who plays like the angry idiot. Yeah, and they're not the two main characters. That's true. Just are two almost an identical character. That may be a fundamental flaw of the movie too. Arguing is that they are like just mirror images right. of each other. It could have been better if one of them 
it is very was a little note. like, hey, I think this is gonna work right. out. If one is really stiff or something, right. and one is really wacky or you know that kind of classic. They, they are really mirror images. Yeah. Like I, you weren't like, I think you're the dumb one. You know, like no, you. Right. I mean, and which the movie acknowledges is the joke. It's like, right. oh, it's funny. Like you have a s- adult son who lives right. at home. I have an adult. Like the movie acknowledges that they're identical. Right. Like that's a big part of the joke. But it's like, right. how much can you milk that joke? I would argue right. an hour and a half. There's not an hour and a half worth of material in that joke. Right. <laughs> I guess that's my take on the movie overall. Yeah. Is that it was funnier when other things happened, other people came into the scene. Yeah. Just the two of them doing their thing is right. it's not that funny. Was this ever them. like an SNL skit? I don't uh, know anything. I don't about either. It. So no. I could cause I that's what I was thinking too. I was like, man, it's like a five minute skit, you know, of like Right. When you come back to it different times and they're still not working out. And they're they're definitely in, in, for me, there were some like funny moments or lines or things Will Ferrell says. Um, yeah, I laughed. I laughed a couple of times. I'm not going to say I, it was a statue and just like no, no, I was no, no, better no. than it at every turn. But right. I laughed at uh, uh, Spreck and Z Dick. I, that made me laugh. <laughs> that got me. When he had his uh, Nazi uniform on. That was funny. I, I laughed. I like when, at, yeah, um, when Derek was trying to sell the house and they kept yeah, doing exactly. stuff. That was kind of funny. I laughed at um, when Will Ferrell when they re- they really built up like Will Ferrell singing, and then kind of right. mid movie he finally sings it like quietly in his bedroom to Tennessee yeah. Rally, and he sings like "Let's give him something to talk about." Like yeah. that was funny. Like so I was like, oh, they're gonna do like. Don't stop believe they're gonna do yeah. some bigger pop song. Yeah, but like it was such a specific choice right. of a song, and I was like, "That's funny." You know, they they took a minute to think about not just something right off the shelf, but what would be like kind of a deep cut funny song for yeah. him to start singing really sincerely in this yeah. moment. And I was like, "That's funny." That is pretty funny. I also thought the introduction to Derek was really funny to me when they were oh the ice ice baby no he was i guess i guess we did see him earlier but i'm thinking when he's coming with his family and oh they're and they're doing sweet child of mine doing the sweet child of mine acapella yeah. and i think i enjoyed that a lot because you know like in all these movies like your billy madison's your happy gilmore's like the villain is just a pure villain right you know, there's it's not like a multifaceted character you're just meant to hate them and right so adam scott playing derek is this guy you're just meant to hate yeah. this whole movie such he's, a jerk he's just the worst so the wife hates the him. way they introduce him to you to emphasize that he's an asshole right is Sweet to have his kids and wife sing with his uh, acapella bluetooth thing in his ear sing acapella guns and roses and then criticize each and to me so anyway to me personally like i really i really that was funny i you know apologies to all the listeners i really hate acapella music so to <laughs> me it was like i hate this guy so like it's like what a perfect introduction to someone you're supposed to hate like this is bad this is awkward like yeah i'm with Catherine hahn here and that you know oh, right you just like i can't believe he's making me do this like right. this is so stupid and then she, right. he's just so mean right and he's just you're right he's just over right. the top and of course mean. the dad I loves him or whatever yeah yeah it's pretty over the top but pretty pretty easy to hate yeah so you're saying i might have liked this movie more i might have liked uh seeing will ferrell pull his testicles out more <laughs> If like Kelsey was watching it with me, that's the case you're trying to make. If I had watched, that this was a with very people, specific moment. <laughs> and I person. didn't expect that. I did and not expect person. just like that little wisp of a depressing character in the Mario movie. I did <laughs> no, not expect two actual testicles. No, I know. Well, prop testicles right, to yeah, appear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that movie. that Dirk maybe Diggler would be style. one thing I wasn't ready for, nor needed. <laughs> but they're like, hey, you know, um, you know, you're. 
Think of Wolf of Wall Street and you get your Jonah Hill show on. So <laughs> different, different, right? Very different surprise. Very different. No drum set anywhere near that. Ugh. Um, yeah, I mean, he has his. I mean, it is funny. Like he's laying there sweating, and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Watching cops or whatever." Like, I, that's, I think that. that's the magic of the movie is that it's funnier when you repeat them back to your friends later <laughs> Maybe. than it was. In the moment, than it was in the moment. Okay. I think that's true, and that's and that maybe speaks to its staying power yeah, amongst like there. teenagers or friends who see it together. It's yeah. like it's the kind of movie you quote lines to your buddies with later. Right, the dumb lines yeah. that are just funnier because they're dumb, and that gets funnier and funnier as you yes. repeat them to each other. Yeah, and that's why in your mind it's like, oh, this is like a, what a classic comedy, right? When the movie, if you actually like look at the script or sit there and watch the movie by yourself critically, it's like this is not that funny, but right, it's the kind of thing that just the little these little they're memorable lines, right? And that helps you kind of just repeat them. And, no, and I think that is a good it. point of how a movie does take on another life yeah. after because it is even when we've, I mean, offhandedly. A, Reference Batman and Robin a few times, uh, but it, it's like that's okay. This is a bad movie, and but it it even Street Fighter I think yeah. is a bad movie, right. and but it I've liked it more <laughs> since watching it. <laughs> I enjoyed talking, Street Fighter more than this movie. And, I'll say and talking about it and sa- repeating, you know, some of the lines, and you're like, oh, that was kind of yeah. funny, and you're not focusing on all of the other things that right. were the missteps uh, along the way, so I, I think that's a, a really good observation and take, and this movie for sure has a target audience of, like, your six, 16, 17, 18-year-old just, like, I you know sure. you know younger crowd that's just gonna be like right. this is hilarious you know right. who, who maybe still act like this or in their minds like don't think right. they're gonna end up staying at home till they're forty you know right the people who are forty and living at home aren't laughing at this one no and maybe that is right that's the difference too like 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 we're not the eight like you're supposed to be a teenager and kind of recognize yourself in these guys or your right. friend you're recognizing your friends in them or you're recognizing right. your siblings in them. Yeah, and it's like we're kind of removed from that that moment of right. our lives. Well, this com- movie I mentioned, my so. students love love yeah. this when I have them come up their list, and also like Superbad constantly shows up. Superbad, I I remember liking a lot. A right, lot, so S- me, uh, I mean, I remember like this. Like I was sort of like at times I thought it was funny, but also a lot of it I'm like this is yeah. kind of stupid yeah you know i haven't seen um, it in a long time but i remember right. like so um when I saw but it. also so, then i'm like is it similar. just you just need a movie that's gonna have some kind of over the top j- couple jokes here and there like we really go just like oh that's right. so funny right. you need you the know? memorable thing so you can talk about it right later. you know and in Step Brothers, you know like the bunk bed like <laughs> right. i mean it's funny there too but it's just so stupid they're like <laughs> that they're going to ask their parents for permission to and so it is right. funny, like, you guys are old enough to do what you want. And then he's right. like, is that a drill I hear? Right. No? You right. know, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Chuck- is, it, is it funny? I kind of chuckled at it. <laughs> okay. Um, just just on the on the quotability and, and sort of widespreadness virality of the lines in this movie, I had a realization watching this movie that oh. was really surprising because I have, I think I have quoted this movie unknowingly oh. for years and gotten a reaction from saying it. Oh. And I didn't even know I was quoting this movie, so I must have picked it up from somebody else. 
or from a clip that yeah. I saw many years ago because um, when they're, you reminded me, because it's in that bunk bed scene. The reason they want to put the bunk bed together, they keep saying this really kind of weird line. They keep saying like, so so we'll have more room for activities. Yeah. So we'll have more room. For, we're going to have so much room for activities. Oh, we're going to do so many activities in here. Right. And I think I have said, like when I'm clearing a space or yeah. when I'm like making room for something, I said, look how much, I said like, now we have so much room for activity. Like I've said that line oh, in real yeah. life over the years for a laugh or because it's just, I think it's just a weird thing to say. Yeah. Um, and I, it's not like a daily catchphrase, but I mean, like over the years, I've said this a handful of times and I remember people laughing and I'm like, well, I thought they were just laughing at me, but I realized watching <laughs> the movie, I'm like, oh, I think I, I am making a reference to this movie and people might be. That's kind of funny. Thinking that I am referencing this movie, um, which I guess <laughs> unknowingly, I am. Unknowingly, like quoting someone so who was, was quoting a, the movie. That was a bit of a revelation for me about oh, yeah. partway through. Do you feel like you're going to make be real strategic now and never to say that line that's again. right <laughs> <laughs> you also i want to circle back to you you yeah. mentioned the ending of the movie how this has like a, it has the heartfelt ending and well I, it tries for it yeah um on the positive side of things i think this is a good time to talk about that i know we're already creeping into negative things and this is a big blurred line but oh, if yeah, we're we pretending if we're pretending we're still on the positive side yeah I appreciated that move at the end. And I think a lot of good comedies that stand the test of time, that is a key part of it. Like you do have to make it about something else. Like it has yeah. to be like you trick the audience into come seeing this dumb comedy, but then you kind of surprise them with like an actual story or like yeah. an actual message or an actual thoughtful thing at the end yeah and when will ferrell is standing there at the uh, catalina wine mixer this <laughs> That's big funny. adult event that he is kind of catalina shown, wine mixer he's shown his adultness by organizing and putting yeah. on and after at this point an hour and a half of just the dumbest the yeah. dumbest comedy like the dumbest shtick yeah. To have him just stand there with his mom and stepdad or ex-stepdad, yeah. I guess, at that point, and just have a normal adult conversation. He's like, oh, yeah, maybe we should get a bite sometime. Oh, we should do oh, yeah. this again. And he shakes their... Like, it seems so weird after having seen him be so crazy for an hour and a half. And I, in that moment, I'm like, man, that's really, really clever. Like, it takes... If you wrote that exact conversation in any other movie... Right. It would be boring everyday dialogue. Right. But in this movie, it was so like it just points out the absurdity of how stiff and practiced we all are in like these right. formal, polite exchanges yeah. and how weird it is that we all say the same things in these situations. And that's sort of the the pitch of the movie ultimately is like, hey, don't forget like your your kid inside, basically. Right. Like, oh, yeah. like it's okay to be weird. Don't don't bottle all that up and become an adult. Like keep that with you. That's sort of the the message if yeah. there is one. And I like that. I like that as a message. I'm not sure. Like it's worth the hour and a half of a movie for me that you have to get through to get to that message. Right. But I appreciated that move when it came. I was like, oh, that is clever. You have set yourself up to like highlight the opposite of what right. Well, seeing. even the dad who and like that's, that was a nice moment. You never want anyone to be like be something they're not. Now, obviously, these yeah. guys were annoying and <laughs> just awful at times. Right. Um, but when the dad was like, he, you know, didn't want to see it. Is it Dale? Is that the... Uh, Dale is John C. Ryan's Yeah, character. you know, like still wanted him to do 
be him who he is, you know, like, and you don't right. want to take that from someone. And then of course there is the big moment of like, when you, I don't know what it would be, but when you see someone who's just dying on like state stage or just <laughs> sinking their ship, you know, they're, they're doing what actually something may be good and right where he's trying to play the music and, and, and do a nice thing. He's not, right. he's not trying to wreck the party. He's trying to save the party. Right. And then Will Ferrell go, goes up there and joins them. And right, knowing right. when John C. Riley keeps chiming in on a song, that's probably not the right time. He just allows it. Boats and hose. <laughs> See, it's funnier. It is funny. I didn't laugh that hard in the whole movie. Oh, I, I, but it's funny. Think, it's the kind of thing I, like, I laugh. I can imagine like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley and Adam McKay sitting around a table mm-hmm. like in imagining and talking through how funny it's going to be when Will Ferrell's singing this like opera song and John C. Riley is sitting back and he's kind of jumping in as like the hype man in the hip hop song right, yeah. saying the line. Both right. Like it's funny to imagine that scene, but something about, yeah. I, and again, maybe it's me. Maybe everyone's already turned off the episode. Cause they're like, these guys aren't going crazy for stepbrothers. Like I'm out. Like I let it go for 22 episodes. That's where I draw the line. Right. But it's just, I don't, I didn't think it was that funny, like in practice, but the uh, concept is funny. Yeah. And I guess saying it t- again afterward is even funnier than the thing itself. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Maybe it does take a certain amount of community to kind of, bring the life to the jokes. And, I think so a little bit. I did. I feel like with this, maybe as with Mario, I enjoy, I'm i quite sure I enjoyed Step Brothers more than you did. And that's not saying I loved it. And like, this was the best comedy ever. I don't think anyone's thinking we're saying that um, at all. But it, I was laughing. And again, I feel like having someone else in the room with, you know, you're sort of like chuckling at it together. Um, I think does add a lot. And again, I'm not saying adding you and Kelsey watching it would have been the right dynamic combo <laughs> uh, to laugh at some of this because it feels like it's you need someone who's probably, you know, it's it's true for really anything. If you're someone else is enjoying something, maybe even more than you are and you're with them, you might enjoy it a little bit more because they're true. having, you know, like a little bit. And that's not going to say this would have went from like. Yeah, stepbrothers. I'm, you know, I don't know what you would slap a D on it, and then you're like, oh, if I would have watched it someone else, I would have loved it. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's the same as it. It could be the same for the Mario Brothers movie, right? It's like I, Kelsey and I saw it together, and we like seeing movies together. But maybe you sing it with your whole family and everyone having a good time, right. and it being this kind of family fun experience. Right. That was the that was enough to kind of give it the like, oh, this is a good night. Like everything about this is right, good. Yeah. This is a good movie. We're having a good time. This is good. Yeah. Where it's like, for me, it was like, oh, you know, we, you know, we watched Tar together not too long ago <laughs> and now we're watching the Mario Brothers yeah, movie. Yeah, right, and yeah. Like, it just doesn't feel as like it does. introspective and, uh, right. you know, or like I didn't, you know, it was not, there's no surprising character turns here. There was right. no, and so maybe there is a lot to that. Just yeah. Like so was your, was your, was like, so we're talking about, you know, two movies with brothers. Now, is your um, is your brother gonna go see Super Mario Brothers? I would guess. Excuse me, no. the Super Mario Brothers movie. Was he not just because he would never no, go see this? He would be this? as roughly as familiar with it as I would have been. It's just he. I don't think he would go see an animated movie. 
That's my oh, that's my okay. sense of him. I just don't think he would go see anything that kind of looks or smells like a quote unquote children's movie. Even though he, I don't think he would lo- played Mario, loved it growing up. Yep, I don't think he would see it. I don't think he saw the Detective Pikachu movie. Oh, no. I don't okay. think he's seen any Pixar movie since maybe Toy Story two. Like, one, I'm, I'm sure he hasn't. I'm sure he's hasn't seen. It. He's anti-animation. Not anti. It's just like he's his his. You know, he likes action movies. He likes science fiction movies. He right. likes. He likes blockbuster movies, but okay. just, I just feel like his sensibility couldn't. It just it wouldn't. He, he wouldn't. That wouldn't get him to a theater. Maybe okay. maybe if it was on or convenient to him at okay. home. I didn't know if like the you know. No. That's what I'm wondering. Like, can this movie lure in people who? like your brother maybe aren't, you know, because they have, you know, the fumes of childhood and video games, will that get them to the movie theater? I feel like it is getting a, like that drew me in. Obviously I would have gone to see this without my family. I guess maybe the distinction is that like, I don't know. There are people who are, who played video games as a child and they're like nostalgic for that time and those characters. And then, but some people who play video games just kept playing video games and their video game tastes have just changed and matured and gotten gone in a different direction. So like I still play video video games. My brother still plays video games, but he's not playing Mario. I'm not playing Mario. So it's like, it's like he, he accesses that nostalgia for video gaming by still playing games that are more interesting to him sure and he doesn't need to go see a movie to remind him of right he's, know, a, he's a simple sure thing in the past. i don't know that's that would be a, a quick attempt at trying to like, i'm quick you gotta the, i want you to psychological as soon as we're done here you're gonna i want you to shoot this. him a text <laughs> and go hey you're gonna go see this <laughs> well as as we've already kind of outlined like i'm not sure i'm recommending it vocally to other people <laughs> like I'm, it was fine that's kind of where I am. Are you this, recommending so. Super Mario Brothers over Step Brothers? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no debating that. Though, to my per- my personal brother, I would recommend Street Fighter over both these. Oh games. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he would enjoy that more than <laughs> more than these other two. Okay. Um, if that if that paints a picture for you. Yeah, a little um, bit. And that maybe bit. speaks to our relationship a little bit more. Us, yeah. us street fighting, us fighting in the streets as, yeah. as as kids, as opposed to you know taking turns playing Mario. Oh, and it's a live action. You got, you know, maybe sure. that's a... Jean Claude. He has a Bloodsport T-shirt, so he's oh, a, he's he's deep. He's deep he with Jean Claude. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, he would go see Street Fighter. Um, I I just saw my notes here that there was one other line I thought was really funny, and I kind of wanted to. Now this is one of the handful of lines I thought was funny in Step Brothers. Have you been quoting this one unknowingly? No, uh, but I just want to see because I've tried a couple so far, and I, I've gotten a bigger laugh out of you in repeating the line than <laughs> than you laughed. Than at. I laughed in the movie, though I jotted it down because I'm like, oh, that was all funny. Yeah. I, I jotted it down. I, I laughed several times watching it, and and pretty loud at times. So, <laughs> so I feel like maybe my was it performative? Was it a performance? <laughs> like like Matt sitting next to you? You're just like, I got to go big because no, he and I, I think he likes Step Brothers. I don't think sure. this was like his favorite. Well, comedy he owns ever. he owns it. Now. He owns it now. <laughs> so the line is when Ken Jong is one of the he's one of the interviewer. Like they go through a series of job interviews. Kind oh, of yeah. later in the movies, and he's one of the guys who's sitting down with at this point. John You're making C. me Riley. nervous about my reaction. John C. Riley's got to go stone face now. And he's he's sitting at a desk and he's reading through a resume and he's just <laughs> looking down. I'm going to try to do it with his same rhythm. He says, like it says here for 22 years, you went Kerouac on everyone's ass. <laughs> 
<laughs> that made me laugh. That was funny. Because there's like a beat, and it's like <laughs> Kerouac on everyone's ass. That and that was funny. That, that made me laugh. The gaps in the resumes. Yeah. I, but then I did like it was. It was also like there's a lot of like awkward moments, and thinking of that interview too when. <laughs> He's right. just sitting there, and the late the woman's interviewing him to be like a custodian. He's like, "Will you stop talking now?" Like, just kind of being a jerk, like right. you know. I'm like, just that's a good like scene to kind of illustrate that if you haven't seen this movie and you're kind of wondering what we're talking about in terms of the humor, because I think we've talked around it. I mean, obviously, we've mentioned some of the physical comedy. There is a ball sack. There are some other like kind of slapsticky stuff like that. But like an example of kind of the dialogue humor is that interview scene where this interviewer who's a very serious businesswoman is at trying to ask them normal interview questions. And he, he calls her lady or something. He's like, yes, a uh, hiring manager lady or human resources right, yeah. lady. And she's like, Pam, you, call, you can call me Pam. And he's like, okay, okay, Pam. And she's like, no, not Pam, Pam. And then, and then that goes on for, like 30 seconds like pan pan a panned with the d pan no no and I then john c riley's leaning over he's like it, no it's like calm like 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 but there's a pom pan pom and then they're like they're going through like like he's mishearing her and she's just saying pam pam and he keeps saying like that's the kind of humor we're dealing with so if that kind of repetitive like let's beat the joke into the ground until it's not funny anymore or hoping that it gets funnier. Right, like, because you just don't let go of it. Right. So right. I think for some people, that kind of humor can be really funny. And if you know you're the kind of person who does not find that kind of joke really funny, like I think famously there's an early episode of like Family Guy where like Peter bangs his knee on a coffee table or a chair or something and he just falls down on the ground, he holds his knee and he just starts wincing. He goes like, ah. He does it for like three minutes. <laughs> Like, and it's like, it, the only reason it's funny, if it is funny to you, is that it just keeps on going. Because right. it's not funny. Right. Fundamentally, it's not Right. Funny. So if it's you because find you that drag kind it out. of thing funny, I think you'll find this movie right. very I'm kind of, I'm on the fence on that. Sometimes I, it, it yeah. works for me, other times. The movie, it, like I said, like, I did, I did find it funny. I, I enjoy, I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did not probably live up to what I thought well, based on what people were saying. Now, granted, with tongue and cheek, a lot of high school students, kind of whatever's on their top of their list, I'm like, well, I don't know if that we'll see how it is, you know, um, as it rolls in. But I've heard a lot of people like Step yeah. Brothers was in like when I hear people say Anchorman and like I was saying, like Tally, like this is just rolls in with those. Like yeah. these movies are hilarious. I remember enjoying both of those movies when I saw them and I, I, I did not again. enjoy this one and I just saw it for the first time. Right, so yeah. that's, I don't know if that's, that's speaking to my taste having changed or that those movies are yeah. fundamentally funnier to someone like me. No, I for think the, the reasons the I tried Anchorman to say premise that, that does have the most possibilities. Like even, even yeah. Talladega nights, which so Talladega nights is similar. Cause it's like somebody who thinks they're so they think they're a right. big deal. They're a celebrity. And it's like, look how, so the same sales. kind of that's, I, I feel like to me, that's why it works. That's why the premise is funnier. Right than two sad two sad guys like being embarrassing like that's not as funny as like cruel to each other yeah i don't know that's (laughs) that's my attempt at explaining it maybe if i thought about it more i'd I'd come Mm -hmm. out somewhere else um i oh i also had i wrote this down for you because because we had this shared experience of triangle of sadness when when at the dinner table scene like 
two thirds of the way into the movie. Oh, There's a scene yeah. where John C. Riley's like, "I'm gonna throw up." I think, and I was like, I had a little, I had a little like PTSD. Yeah, I'm like, if this turns into like, because this is the kind of movie that would do it, right? Just like a, a like projectile Thankfully, vomiting. It was thing off camera, all over, and right, tastefully off camera for a movie that's uh, like nearly full frontal nudity at one point. <laughs> Tastefully, even they know people don't want to see vomit. So that's right. a feather in in the cap of step. There you go. Is, is we'll do that. No win. No win to say win. <laughs> so I have a final parting question for you to sure. wrap up this conversation. Yeah, please. About the Super Mario Brothers movie and Step Brothers. Yep. So my my one of my fundamental observations about both of these movies is at the end of the day, neither of them are really about being brothers, <laughs> despite having. It really be the focus of the title. So Step Brothers, it's like ultimately it's about like, you know, like we talked about the message of the movie toward the end. Like it's about just like embracing your weirdness, your inner child, not getting too stiff, not growing up or right. Or at least growing up and keeping yourself intact as you do so. Correct. Like that seems to be the message. The fact that they're two brothers butting heads kind of goes away pretty early in the movie, and then different opponents are what are they're, they're teaming up. Anyway, it's not really about brotherhood and like. Anyway, it, that's my take on the movie. Okay, yeah. Super Mario Brothers movie, the same thing. While the movie starts introducing you to the brothers and really insisting that this is a movie about the Super Mario Brothers, almost yeah. immediately Luigi is sidelined, and you don't see him um, for quite a while. Right, and. I would argue this is not really a movie about their relationship at all. It should be called Super Mario. Like, it's not, Luigi is not a main character in the movie. And again, that's a little bit of a spoiler. Right. You haven't seen um, yet, but but um, they do bring, I would say, full circle with yeah, that but in it's, the end. But it's not. Do you think too late? I just think, despite us trying to have a conversation about movies about brothers, I don't really think that is really fundamental to, and maybe it's even more fundamental to Step Brothers than it is to the Mario movie. Right, yeah. Um, anyway, I thought that was interesting, but it got me thinking. I was like, which of the two, of the two brotherly relationships? Now, yeah. you have a brother. I have a brother. Just the one brother, correct? Correct. No other siblings. Also correct. I also have the one brother. No right. other siblings. Brothers, that, we know this like the back of our hand. This sure. Is our, this is our wheelhouse. If anyone can speak Bros. to you stories about brothers yeah. and what that's like, it's it's us. So between these two movies, I was like, "Did he ask his question?" I couldn't between remember. Between these two movies, <laughs> yeah. and their representations, their presentations of what brotherhood looks like. Yes. Which one do you think is more accurate? <laughs> do you think the relationship of Mario and Luigi is more accurate, a more accurate portrayal of brothers? Like they're really supportive of each other, and they're really um, having each other's backs, and they're they're just like in it together, and it's a very seems like a very health healthy supportive relationship or do you feel like the stepbrother where it's like it's very adversarial and then it kind of it gets heartfelt as it goes are you thinking like i'm just i'm trying to take a guess at every anyone who has a brother i mean it's not a quiz no i mean from like your personal experience which yeah. one do you think feels like a more truthful presentation of what what brothers well, are like when they're together i would <laughs> i feel like scott and i were are more <laughs> Probably Mario Luigi. Whoa. We just never really fought. And now most of that's probably due to my brother, sure. not me. Pacifist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like okay. um you couldn't you can't like get him riled. And I think I made some attempts. Like I try I would try to like hit him and get a rise out of him and he just okay. didn't he wouldn't fall for it. And so, then I I just gave up and then 
we spent more time like playing video games or sure. action figures or so it's a constructive help building each other up kind of a yeah kind of but a we i wouldn't say like it's like a big uh you know like a, a you know a big like browsing you know like i got your back here you know i think well, you of know course, like, I, like I, probably not <laughs> but i would say it was more of like uh we're we're and even though Step Brothers, I guess, does get there, um, eventually it gets to a supportive place, right? Yeah. End, yeah, I I don't think it was ever like this is mine, don't touch it. That's sort of like I I assume a lot of brothers, yeah, and sibling relationships are like you know that's mine, get your hands off it, kind of a situation that I didn't I had, haven't really experienced, but I can see how. That you know, that's my drum set. Don't you dare touch it. You know, like right. You know, thinking of more like weird science, like Chet, and you know, and laying into his brother, if you will. Like, yeah. Um, is there so, another cinematic? Are there other cinematic brothers you think are the are better? Is is there like what is to you like the oh, the, the I don't know. This might be too big of a question. Yeah, it's too short notice. But I, <laughs> what is? Are there like other brothers in cinema history that's you? These are like the these are brothers, like these two people are. These like, are the brothers. This is the, this is this is what, they really get it. They maybe. get it because for me, what comes to mind while you keep thinking, yeah, and maybe you'll come I up short, and that's fine. When I saw the movie uh, directed by Jonah Hill, who you mentioned earlier, uh, mid nineties. Oh yeah, there's like the little skate. Now I was an a skateboarder kid, but like the main character, the younger brother in this family, is like he's a skateboarder kid, and his older brother, played by Lucas Hedges. Is just like, anyway, early in the movie, he's just like walking down the hall and like the Lucas Hedges character just like comes around the corner, just like punches him and just oh. like decks him into the ground. And, and they're brothers? And they just keeps walking. Yeah. Oh. I feel like that to me felt real. Like oh, that yeah. felt like, and not my brother and I have a good relationship, yeah. but like, I feel like we just like wailed on each other and that was just part of how we had things out. And it yeah. was just, it was, there was no hate in it. It was just like. Like this is how you get energy, you know. It's just like how you express, took you shot, express at, yourself, some shots <laughs> yeah, at each yeah, other, yeah, yeah. like just punch for no reason. There might be a reason. It might have been small or overblown, but it was just right. like, yep, yeah, we're just gonna like start wrestling right now, and then, <laughs> and not like play wrestling, not right. like, not like I'm Hulk Hogan and you're. Yeah, see, that's what my brother and I did. No, no, no. We just staged like actual it. like trying to hurt trying each to other. Hurt the, yeah, exactly. Right. So that that to me, I remember when I saw that movie, I was like, "That's that's brotherhood. That's, that's brotherhood. It. That's it right there." We did have a phase where we tried to box each other, like for real, like boxing oh. gloves in the backyard, okay. which is exhausting. And like actually hitting in the in yeah, the face like and we was like, "Hey, let's," because it's like gloves. You're like, "This will be soft." And I don't ever remember either of us getting hurt, but I remember that's like good. being extremely exhausted. I was just holding up. For, the I've never boxed in my <laughs> life. Yeah, like I've always heard that. Now, like, yeah. box. You know, because you're like that round. That was three minutes. You're really yeah. that tired. You're just in this little ring. <laughs> right, right, right. It's exhausting. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So that's interesting. That's a good. But I do think there is that. I, I could see that. Like the more of like, you know, give each other a wedgie kind of like, you know, like that. Can, you right. know, we're messed with them. Like, you know the. The swirly in the toilet—is that what that is? Yeah, yeah I've that. never given or received a swirly. Okay. I haven't either, but uh, <laughs> but that, I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, put that past uh, that. So I, you know, even though we're dealing with plumbers, I don't, I, I can't imagine Mario giving Luigi a swirly because they seem too nice with each other. That's the, almost that's what I mean. And too that, nice, but that's I would you say feel like that's that's reminiscent. That's man, a little bit, and I, I might, I'm probably in the minority. But again, I feel like it's mostly attributed to my uh brother being just like 
Sure. Too, super easy going sure, and like, sure. hey. Just unflappable. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I used to do things to get in trouble and my parents would be upset with me and he'd be he'd like step in and be like, yeah, I'll take the blame or something like that. Like an uncharacteristic, like, oh, oh like, don't be mad. Don't t- take it easy on Mark. Yeah, you I know, think my did... brother would do that too. Okay. He would take, he would take. Take a, some heat. Yeah, but after we had beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But he would always He'd be make the first you pay one. later. If it if it made a problem go away for him to like take take the worst side of the deal or something, yeah. he would always just take it. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's an older brother thing. It's just like yeah, all right. It's like I'm the responsible one. Sure. It's, I you know I'll deal with I'll, this. Right. Right. But no, we'd we'd have it out first, <laughs> and, right. and then and then uh, go tend to our wounds yeah. and uh, and uh, then. My brother and I have also left the plastic on top of the tombstone and cooked it. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> and, and both of us unknowingly thought, well, I don't know what we did wrong. <laughs> so teamwork. Teamwork. That's what we call it. Bring it back to tombstone. Anyway, and get back to tombstone. Uh, so the Super Mario Brothers movie, check yeah. it out in a theater near you. Step Brothers, available for rent um, wherever I movies mean, are rentable. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I'm curious to hear if we're way off base yeah. here if we're an outlier if, i think me i think i was a little yeah, i think you're a little more hot on it than you but or cold on it I yeah guess, i mean i feel the right so we temperature sort, we, and i'm sort of make i'm forcing us into like uh, I'm, i spoke for dave and i put a b on mario for him which he sort of agreed with and i feel like you're saying Step Brothers is a d it's uh, i can't imagine watching it Okay. Again. Oh, see, it was the kind of thing where, like, like an hour into this hour and a half movie, I was like, I felt, I really felt like I had spun the wheel, and (laughs) I was being made to watch something. Did you go see Operation Fortune again before this? Ooh, (laughs) that's that's a thinker. That's the dilemma of our times. (laughs) Okay, we're we're running out of time. Maybe just like Saved by the Bell. So, no, I, I, yeah, I, and for me, like you're like Step Brothers, I'd be like, hey, it's a B. Like I laughed. It's funny. It wasn't great for like. I think I the victim, or uh, if I'm the victim here or whatever I'm saying is because it's it was so overhyped. And I was like, yeah, am I really? People true. just did not give me an accurate, like, it should have been. Yeah, it's pretty funny, but it's like, like right. we said, a pretty right. one note. Right. But then I'm like, are the comedies I like that much more advanced, you know? like. Um, but maybe yeah. it's just because I feel like you really hit on something. It's because, I don't know how you said it, like punching up versus punching yeah. down. And you have these already, like, really, like, kind of like a situation where these characters who are already like down and out just right. really lashing out at being mean to their parents, which is right. fu- funny in a moment. Right. And then really two identical characters. I feel like there yeah, could have been interesting. That's a fundamental if just weakness. one of them, you know, if they could have pulled off like a daddy's home, daddy's home too situation. That's the, that's the bar to shoot for. <laughs> which daddy's is a funny home. movie, by the yeah, way. So, All right, man, that's a side-by-side. Side. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll catch you next week. Bye.